The Birth Circle podcast features experts in all the nuanced areas of pregnancy, birth, and postpartum with the aim of helping women make the choices that will keep them safe, healthy, and empowered. We respect all birth choices and believe in supporting informed consent and evidence-based practices. Nothing said on this podcast should be taken as medical advice. You should always seek the advice of a competent professional for your care. Welcome to the Birth Circle podcast. with Birth Circle. And today I am so excited to have Lorene Ma with me. And yes, thank you. Um, <laughs> and we're going to be talking about teething. And I'm so excited because in the two years, I most most of what we talk about here, obviously, is birth and pregnancy. Yes. And but there's postpartum stuff. And then when we talk about postpartum, there's breastfeeding and mental health. But we don't talk very much about the baby, but teething is a big deal. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah. So I'm excited today to explore all the things about teething and some of the solutions that weren't around when I was a mom, just, well, I'm still a mom, always a mom, but when I was having, I know what you mean. yeah, drooly teething babies, um, it's changed a it's, lot. Everything's changed. The technology's <laughs> changed. It's really exciting. I mean, I'm it not, is absolutely. I feel bad for our grandparents. Like, I know. Yeah. What did they do? <laughs> our grandmas, our grandpas were at work, but Awesome. Okay. So tell us, uh, how did you get into this? What's your, what's your background? Where the heck, I mean, you did yeah. wake up one day and you're like, I am going to have world domination in the teething industry. <laughs> I, I got to talk about drooling babies for the rest of my life. <laughs> no kidding. Um, well, it really just started like any mompreneur business. Uh, we needed a solution for our son. He was, uh, teething at two months. So it kind of took us by surprise. He was also very, um, he was a very tactile individual. So he needed, um, you know, he's always touching things and feeling things and learning through touch, um, chewing everything. And it, it got to the point where, I mean, I had long hair before I started nursing him. And after losing handfuls of hair, I decided to cut it off. And <laughs> I did that too. I had behind. Yeah. yeah. I think I, 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 I get why parents do that or moms yeah. do that. But the, the babies that would like their, their comfort toys, spinning mom's oh. hair between oh, not spinning. Uh, mine was yanking. yanking. <laughs> the sweaty was little like, hands. The, the better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it, it just started from that. And it got to the point where nursing was a bit difficult because he just kept he wasn't focusing on nursing itself. He was looking around, trying to touch things, grab things. And it became a little bit of an ordeal. And it, it got to the point where I'm like, there has to be something we can use. Mm. And so teething necklaces have been, like silicone teething necklaces anyway, have been around. But what we found was that, um, you know, we wanted something that would go with our aesthetics our style our home or what we wear, you know, when you're wearing a teething necklaces, it's part of your outfit. And so what I found was, you know, at the time, um, there was just a lot more primary colors, nothing um, monochrome or neutral mm -hmm. or muted. I think at the time, it was just it's coming out, monochrome was becoming a thing. This was probably about six years ago, you guys probably remember. Mm. Um, and I just, I just wanted something simple, something classic well, it's, it's with the true. function. Yeah. yeah. We, we, we dressed our babies in these crazy colors, these crazy oh, yeah. outfits. <laughs> and then, but now the style really is dressing our babies more like little adults. Like they Absolutely. have it's true. a more mature style. That's, I hadn't thought about that, but that's, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. changed so much. And, you know, for me, it's just, I was always out and about and I, you know, I always had to have a teething necklace on. And so I just wanted to create something beautiful, something that would, look great or you know maybe not even look like a teething necklaces and 
actually, that's one of the comments we always got is that I would not have known if you hadn't told me it was for your teething baby. Oh, oh okay. Okay. So these are necklaces that you're wearing. Yes. Oh, yeah. So, so you don't want to be re- wearing red, yellow, and no, blue. No, right? right? You, you don't want, want a beautiful outfit with, you know, all the colors I thought you meant the, the baby, like the binky. Okay. Okay. But let's yes. back up. Your baby starts teething at two months. Like, what did you do to anger the gods to make that oh, happen? I honestly, well, you know what? My first was really good um, with teething. It was very minimal symptoms. And I think that was just kind of the payback. Oh, got <laughs> it. Okay. Me. There we go. There we go. Okay. So at two months, so the, the teething is the the needing to gnaw on what is what is it that yes so they have sore gums and you know the teeth are emerging it's you know we won't remember it as adults but you can just imagine well I remember teething as a 12 year old you know there you go with your adult teeth coming in (laughs) it's not comfortable right and you know as babies they can't really say it they just cry and you know it's you don't really know how to help them but you you basically you try anything you can. Mm-hmm. Um, but at least we, we, you know, we know with teething when they're chewing on something, which is why you see babies always chewing in their hands or literally anything around them that they can pick up, um, whether it's keys or, you know, whatever it is, their clothes, bibs, um, they'll pick up anything to chew. And the reason is it's giving them that comfort mm-hmm. when you're, it's like a physical comfort. So it's, it's different from, you know, um, like amber teething necklaces, for example, um, silicone teething necklaces are a safe material that's not, um, that has a little bit of, uh, cushion. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's so, not like hard stone or right. Exactly. What did we do before silicone? I think we just let the babies chew on whatever their hands and, um, you know, keys or whatever you have on you or whatever they can grab and it was just kind of one of those things that you know there wasn't really much out there and even Mm -hmm. from when I had my first my daughter my firstborn it's changed so much like we didn't have so many things that we have today Mm -hmm. and same with um my second there was a lot more things now than we had when he was born and so I think it's just evolving um as we go we're learning more well we're we're getting we're getting less patient for things that don't work (laughs) we're like okay um, we're not living in the 21st century and we're still doing what letting our kids chew chew on our gross keys because you're right I remember yes I remember as a little girl, like my sister always chewing on my parents' keys. And I yeah. remember thinking that's gotta be dirty. <laughs> and probably very unsafe. Um, and not safe. Exactly. But it's what we had on us. Usually if we're out, <laughs> yeah. what do we have that you can play with? Oh, here, here are some keys. And you know, we don't necessarily give it to them from the tent to have them no, chew they, on it, no, but they, just they do, them. right? They do. So they just, attractive yes. marketing, attraction marketing. They just yep. put whatever they want in their mouth. Exactly. Yeah. And so and, this provides a solution. <laughs> and the necklaces then, that's a pretty cool idea because then it's around your neck and it's not going to get dropped and you're not going to have to Absolutely. disinfect. It's clean and, the, and silicone itself is naturally antibacterial. And so it's just a really perfect material for babies to chew on. It's safe. It's hygienic. It's the perfect um, softness for them to relieve that teething pain in their gums. Cool. Very cool. So, um, all right. So your two month old is chewing on everything, including you, cause you're breastfeeding, right? Oh. I would just want to ask you, yeah, <laughs> what, what are some of the tips you'd have for a breastfeeding mom whose baby is using them as a teething tool? Well, I think if they can, you know, focus on something else. And that was kind of how the teething necklace helped me. Um, for example, you know, when we go, when we fly anywhere, um, 
he, I nurse him when it's takeoff. And so he's, you know, focused on that. He's like, he won't let go. He, he essentially will nurse till he falls asleep. And that could be a very long time. And so with the teething necklaces, what I found is that when I had it on, it actually drawed his attention to it because it was, it would sit at the right spot. And then he would start grabbing for it and looking at it. And then he's not as, he's focused on nursing, but in the right way, it's not, um, you know, just attacking it and just not letting go. So even the <laughs> visual of it makes him yes, less naughty on you. Okay. And then when he's done, it looks much prettier than mom. And so it's then, <laughs> so when he's done using you for the utilitarian purpose that you are, Milky, it's just an accessory. then he lets you go. And then <laughs> yes. he wants to chew on the sparkly thing. That's yes. okay. All right. And this so it was like a multi-purpose tool. <laughs> like psychology 101. Like Pretty much. Basic, basic. Sec- okay. I'm, I'm, that's really, really smart. It's funny because it's the simplest thing sometimes we don't think of that work the best. And it's not a binky because a binky is like stationary in your face and it's yes. not very interesting. Whereas the beads, they have the texture. Yes. And can, and different yeah, shapes, just- different colors. Um, you know, it just, it really engages them. And that's the one thing I've heard so much even through our feedback through, um, with our customers is that it's, it is such a lifesaver when you need it. That is fascinating. I mean, for reasons that you wouldn't expect, man, that exactly. I was not expecting that answer. That was a dang good answer. I'm like, going to oh, tell everybody, oh my gosh, psychology 101. For I things. had the best baby to learn all these experiences with. Yes. For. Again, yeah. again, the, the gods had something for you to create and exactly. <laughs> that is awesome. Cool. Cool. So then, um, how did you, so, so you have this baby and he's nine. Then what did you, did you start making your own necklaces or it did, did buy so, the crazy colored ones? And I, I did go out. Like so a- I was on a mission. Uh, I went out, tried to look for something that I thought would suit me while providing the function for him. And well, I keep, I did come home empty handed and I, I, I thought it was just absurd that I, I couldn't find something in stores that met all my needs so I looked online and I was like you know what I could probably make something like this like you know it's a necklace I could figure it out um I started looking for supplies and I you know I ordered um maybe a hundred dollars worth of supplies and started creating some necklaces for myself then I said you know I had all, all this extra beads I'm like let's see if you know anyone's interested and I and I started an Instagram account um went on Etsy for a bit and Instagram just blew us away with the support we got from the community. Like the moms were just like, wow, this is amazing. Like, Mm -hmm. it's so pretty. Like, it's so different from what we're seeing in the market. And literally at that moment, I knew that we had something. And I want to just insert a little plug here. It's so often that um, things that are made for us as moms are made in corporations uh, and and by decision makers that aren't on the ground. They're not having their nipples nod off. No. (laughs) My little <laughs> tiny, cute little sucker machine. Really? Yeah. And, and so that's pretty, I mean, it's like, duh, hello. I mean, silicone's not a new yes, thing. It's not, but yes. it took, it took a mom to go like, okay, I'm done with this to then and start figure a better solution. And then the rest of us are like, yeah, of course, duh. I know. And there's so many yeah. things in life. I mean, not even just relating to babies, but there's things where you're like, why didn't I think of that? That seems yeah. so obvious, huh. but mm-hmm. you know, um, I just, I just think I had that bad of a teething baby that I was desperate. I was desperate enough to find something that would work for us. And it just, you know, it turns out what I needed was the same as what other moms needed. And that's kind of how it snowballed into where we are today. Mm-hmm. Awesome. 
Cool, cool. Okay, so then um, you started with this $100 bag of beads, yep. started putting it on Instagram, <laughs> and then people were like, shut up, take my money. Where do I get Pretty one? Much, Where do yeah. I get five? Can I get seven? <laughs> my sister's having a baby tomorrow. Can I get 20? Like, tell me this the whole progression because it's just really fascinating. Yeah. Um, while you have a tiny still. Two, well, because I still had a toddler running around. So that was kind of the, the, you know, another part of the story where it's my life was chaotic. But in terms of Instagram, um, you know, we started just posting, you know, us wearing the necklaces or, um, you know, the different creations we could make and just kind of, it was more like, Hey, look at this. Like, this is what we love. So it's and almost like created. a creative outlet as well too, right? It is. Think they're matched with your outfit. So then you don't feel like a frumpy cow. Exactly. <laughs> a milk cow. I mean, I, I just remember thinking like, first I was a whale, then the baby came out and yeah, now I'm yeah. a cow. <laughs> Pretty much. Yes. Um, I always tell the kids, I'm like, you guys really just suck the life out of them. Like it was, (laughs) I mean, unless I think you've experienced it, you can't fully grasp how, you know, how nursing can be or even just, you know, raising kids. So going back to the corporation thing, you know, you really have to be in that space to really understand and really sympathize with the people who are buying your product. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So one more question before we go back to business. Do you think that this, um, this helps the nursing relationship? Like, does it help you nurse longer or more? Like, tell me absolutely. I mean, supportive. Yeah. Sorry. I keep putting it on the support. (laughs) Just, I'm just, just tell me like, I I'm just really, really fascinated with this psychology one-on-one of the baby psychology. Like even when they're not teething, like, tell me more about like having these tools, Uh, the breastfeeding and, and also bottle feeding. Tell me just more about like how it, how it, yeah. So yeah. for, for me, I mean, I, I'm speaking through my experience and, um, you know, he, like I said, just could not really focus. He was focused on nursing, but he was also looking everywhere, touching everything, trying to grab everything. And it's just, you know, it looks like he was having a seizure because he's trying to fail, like, <laughs> like his so arms true. are moving everywhere and just, um, it was a really difficult time nursing, let's just say. Yeah. And it got to the point where it was just so frustrating that, you know, I, I didn't know what to do. And I'm like, okay, well, I guess that's just how he is. And actually, um, you know, I didn't at the time when I was looking for teething necklaces, I didn't actually realize how much of an impact it would make. So when I started wearing them, it was more for him when I was carrying him, mm-hmm. he would, you know, be able to chew on it instead of, and play with it instead of my face or my hair. But I noticed when I had it on, because I just had it on all the time, when I was nursing him, he actually started nursing better because he was more focused on the necklace where he wasn't looking everywhere, grabbing everything. He was just kind of, you know, focused on me and the necklace. And it was such, you know, it was a much better experience nursing him that way. Um, Even, you know, after nursing, he would still, you know, play. He was just content. Like he just was a tactile individual and that yeah. for him really, really worked for him. And in turn for me, because I wasn't suffering. So do you suffering. think you were able to have a longer breastfeeding relationship because of the necklaces? I, well, the funny story with him is that I, I literally said, I'm probably going to nurse him until I'm, he's 20. Like he's never going to get How off. long did you nurse? How long? Um, so he, he nursed till he was one. So I don't know if it's because I said it and God's like, all right, then, well, let's just yep. shake things up for you. But I remember saying it around the 12 month mark. And I was like, I, I just, I don't know if he's ever going to get off. Like he just, he requires this. Yeah. Well, you're tactile, <laughs> right? Yeah. 
He said he was a tackle person. He, so. Absolutely. And just, you know, I, I was thinking, okay, well, when it comes time, we'll, we'll slowly wean him and, and mm-hmm. just kind of help him be ready. Cause yep. obviously we can't do it forever. And I remember it was the night before we were going to Mexico and he was a little bit um, congested, probably part of teething. He just wasn't feeling hundred percent. And so he actually, for the first time, refused nursing. And he actually started gagging at me, believe it or not. Yeah, I was I like, know. oh, that's strange. It's like they forget overnight. It's the, my, all my kids did that. You it's, too, okay. Yeah, one day they're like, and I was like, did you forget your suckle? That's gross. Yeah. yeah, I know, exactly. And they didn't, and their tongue was in the wrong position. It's like they literally forgot how to yes. do it. I thought maybe it was just him because I'm like, this is wild. Like he just went from obsessed to like, do yeah. not put this in my mouth because I'm going to gag at you and throw up. That's so funny. And so I, yeah, I didn't think much of it. I was like, okay, hey, maybe it's an off day. And then we get to Mexico, still nothing throughout mm-hmm. the plane. When we got there, wow. didn't want a nurse. I wasn't prepared because I'm thinking this kid will never get off nursing. Mm-hmm. So I didn't bring a pump. I didn't bring, you know, any of the things. Ouch, that ouch, I, ouch, ouch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's another good story to that, but probably too much info for this, but um, yeah. So since then he just, just cold turkeyed. So that was my experience with him with my daughter. It was more of a gradual process. Yeah. We kind of went down one feeding at a time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it is going to be different for every baby. And I think that's something everyone well, that's should always remember. Totally every bit. And I've had four, they all, they all weaned between. How did you 10. do four? <laughs> that's I, always my question. I had a really bad memory. I finally figured it out <laughs> <I> too <laughs> after four, <laughs> but um, yeah, no, they would, they were all different between 10 and 12 months. They would like, like exactly what your son did. Yeah. They would just stop, but they had been like slowing down. They would get the food and I wasn't, I didn't get the whole engorged thing. Right. But my last, she didn't. Oh. didn't and she didn't and then he she has his own thing yeah and she was four and I was like are we really going to do this until high school like are we going to do this before prom and there was another mom I even wrote this article how to nurse a teenager because I was like this is a joke and I just thought I thought because it was my fourth so I thought I was waiting for that gag reflex I was waiting for and her you, to wake you up one morning know everything and stop <laughs> and she never stopped and I was like I don't know how to break off this relationship oh, so man. we would have to send ba- set boundaries and we would ha- you know and near the end she was only doing it every like other day or even three days it was basically just but she still could More nurse comfort right yep and then one day right before her fifth birthday she woke up and she couldn't do it anymore and I said, you're done. That hurts. And she goes, no, let me try again. I'm like, no, we can have a conversation about that. We're done. We're done. Anyway. So it's just always always my favorite story when people are like, I don't know what to do. I don't know when to wean. And I'm like, just I know babies because nobody nurses till high school. So just make babies lead and don't feel bad about it. It was so sweet. Those moments that I had with her is my baby. Right. So exactly. And I think we always have this plan in mind and we set these expectations but I think once you have like once the baby comes you quickly realize that there's no no you don't know what you're doing no no (laughs) no no, not at all no 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 you just deal with it yeah yep yep and I think I love that it feels like your your branding and your messaging is all around like giving choices to the mom and making sure that she just has the tools she has to make the right decisions for her and her her baby absolutely and just to be honest, make life easier. I mean, that's kind of what I was looking for in a product. And then that's what we created. And it's, it's mm-hmm. just, there's so much going on, especially if it's the firstborn, like your first time mom, you really just, you, you know, know what, don't know yeah. what to expect, even though 
I read everything possible. I researched everything. I, you know, I thought, oh, this is going to be a piece of cake. And uh, well, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. So sorry. I, I just wanted to backtrack on the breastfeeding thing, but then back to the business. So are you, did you start by making these yourself in your house? Like I did. Yes. And oh yeah. Selling them and on Instagram and it was, and not, was nonstop six years ago. How many years ago was this? Six years ago. It was 2015. So I was on, um, you know, mat leave and I was just kind of at the end of it. And I just, I think for me, I just always like to create. And uh-huh. if I could do it myself, I'd like to try, even though it, you know, maybe it's not, you know, there's some things I've tried, like maybe painting or something that really didn't go anywhere, but I always <laughs> like to try. Yeah. And uh, it just happened. This just hit it out of the ballpark. And that's kind of, you know, I think the, the main point is to always try and yeah. create something if, if, you know, if you can, but at the same time, you have to be careful because once we started really actually making this into a business, we, you know, there's testing, there's all these things you have to do before, you know, actually making a product and taking it to the market. Right. So it's, yeah. So your, your creative outlet ended up being a full-time business that you yes. ship all over the world. But I love that your message is that, I mean, you, it's easy to lose yourself in motherhood. It's easy it to is. Like lose your, yeah, lose, you lose your heart. And you're saying just even by making these, these beaded, these beaded products that you were able to keep that creative outlet, that creative spirit alive. And I think that's what I needed, you know, and I think, and maybe that's not for everyone, but I, for me, it's. I can't sit still. I I just never been like that since I was a kid. So I always had to be on the go doing 10 things at one time. And that's kind of what brought me joy. And it it just made me feel alive. And so, you know, it was chaotic during, you know, all this in the beginning, I had a toddler, I had, you know, a a baby that was nursing, teething, um, the whole works. Uh, So I was pretty much glued to them Mm -hmm. and work hours really revolved around them. naps when they're sleeping. I mean, I think I probably got about two to three hours of sleep for the first two years of the business. Um, just trying to make it work so I can be both mom and a business owner. Mm-hmm. And that really is um, a struggle itself because you're not getting enough sleep. Um, you're, you're running on empty pretty mm-hmm. much all the time and surviving on coffee. And, and I think really having a support um, team that's there for you is what really got me through it too. Um, my husband, for example, works out of town every two weeks. So he's gone for two weeks. He's back for two weeks. So, uh, you know, my parents would come over, help with the kids so I can get some work done, things like that. Mm -hmm. And it really, you know, comes down to that as well. Like it's, you know, you, we always want to think we can do on our own, but if you want to do everything well, you do need a good support team. Yeah. You you totally do. Yeah. You totally do. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, tell me about, um, what are like the grades of silicone? I mean, can you just, I'm going to get really nerdy into your product here. Can you just like buy some silicone beads just anywhere? Or is that, I mean, silicone, silicone, like glass, like you glass. It's, it's glass. Silica, so it's like, yeah. So basically you can get different grades of silicone. So most of the silicone out there you see will be things like in, for example, silicone bakeware. So you yeah. see a lot of that um, or silicone utensils. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now, you know, a lot of silicone baby products. The reason being is that it's very hygienic, safe. Um, you know, the material is great because it's durable. It doesn't break. It can, uh, pro- they can't uh, bite off a chunk and choke. No, on it. not at all. I mean, I, 
in the beginning, I was like, let's really try this. And I'm trying to pull things up. It's, it, it's, unless you're the Hulk, I don't. I, it's like baby proof. It's uh, finally, we have a product that yes. is. <laughs> and it's good for heat, you know. Um, oh, if, yeah. Yeah. Cold. If, you know, your baby's having more difficult oh, you time. Can put it in the fridge. In the fridge. Yes. Mm. And that cool, cooling sensation helps relieve that pain. It's like numbing their gums, right? So mm-hmm. there's so many great features about silicone. The only thing you would have to make sure is that it's food grade silicone. So there can be silicone grades that aren't food grade. In that case, you would not want to give that to baby. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. But in yes. terms of, sil- it's like glass. It's it's high quality just by being silicone. Yes, you just have to make the food safe. Exactly. Awesome. So, um, how about um, are there other like not just uh, as far as the teething helping a teething baby? There's this silicone, but are there other remedies that you see people using a lot or that you like yeah, to I, recommend? Of course. I mean, in the past, um, especially for our daughter, I remember at the time. I don't know if you remember, but. Uh, amber necklaces were yeah, yeah. all the rage. Um, although it, it works very different from silicone teething necklaces, silicone teething necklaces are more like a physical comfort. Um, and amber necklaces are more like if you wear it, that gets absorbed and that helps. Like with an energetic? Teething. Yes. So it's, it's a different idea. Um, and, you know, there's so many other ways you could probably, you know, use uh, you could, that you could probably um, do for your child. But um, for example, you know, probably when our parents were, were helping us, it's like a cold cloth and put it in mm-hmm. the fridge or the freezer, things like that. Um, but really what it comes down to is that, you know, is carrying a frozen towel or cold towel everywhere practical? No, you know, it, it, it comes down to, to that really. It's like, is it easy to use? Is it easy to travel with? Is it um, safe to use? things like that. So, um, while there's, there's a there's lot no of ways other, to do it. Yeah. I was gonna say, because I, I, I know there's gum cream. We used to use the, yes. the gum stuff, but then there's, the, there's a medication in that and then it would yeah. make their tongue feel funny. So then it I does. Worry. Yes. Cause yeah. I've tried it, you know, before I give anything to the kids, I always put it on me, um, just to see what it's like. And yeah, there's all these different things. And I think the nice thing about, I guess, silicone is that, you know, you're not, you're not ingesting anything like nothing is being, you know, absorbed. It's mm-hmm. a physical relief. So I think parents like that because, you know, as all parents do, we, we worry a lot and, you know, well, is that safe for, for us to rub on their gums? Like, you know, whether it's the teething medication that you rub on or whatever it is, I think, you know, there's all these questions we have, but when it's something like silicone where we know we can bake with it, I think everybody mm-hmm. usually is familiar with that, even pre-baby. So I think, you know, that gives them a sense of comfort. It's like, oh, well, that's perfect. That's a mm-hmm. perfect solution. It's safe. It's food grade. We can <clears throat> put it in the oven. Mm-hmm. It's the way to go. So, uh, so one other thing you've, you've said it, but I want you kind of said it, but I want to just come right out and say, it sounds like this is an amazing sensory tool. Your son was very, you said he loved tactile things. Yes. This would, how does this play into the cognitive development with children, like with ADD or with other like sensory Abs- processing? Yeah. Uh, you know, spectrum stuff. How does, what do well, you think? Fun, well, funny enough, um, for a while, actually, we thought Noah may have been on the spectrum. Um, you know, we take him to the doctor, like the pediatrician. And at one point they're like, oh, you know, like how many words is he saying? Things like that. And I, you know, he was a little slower, but I, 
you know, I didn't think much of it every, you know, I'm at the point I'm like, well, every kid kind of develops on their own time. Our daughter was kind of the opposite. She kind of was like a go-getter and just wanted to Mm. try everything. And she kind of did everything early. And so once we spoke to the doctor, we were like, okay, we're a little concerned. Um, Maybe, you know, that's why he's so tactile. Mm. Uh, But, you know, we went for some testing and things like that. And he seemed to be um, fine, but just to watch out for it. Yeah. And I think, you know, in that sense, you know, let's say uh, an autistic, autistic kid that um, is tactile would benefit from this. So there is actually another, I mean, it's the same product really, but it's classified as sensory necklaces for um, children that need can, can, tactile can stimulation. I, can I have one? Can yeah, have- <laughs> absolutely. I'll send you some right after this. <laughs> I remember, I mean, I went to Catholic school as a kid and I just remember you're not supposed to wear the rosary like a necklace, Yes. but I liked the neck. I liked it because it is every bead you could, that you yes. counted, you know, absolutely. and I was like, so looking back, my son like, actually likes wearing it too. Funny yeah. that you just said that. <laughs> <laughs> that was my teething necklace is my rosary. The yeah. nuns would be like, take it off. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and I think just, you know, I think we're more aware um, of this as, you know, time goes on, you know, when we were young, I don't remember anyone talking about this, like this wasn't mm-hmm. really, um, as out there. And now we're more aware, we're more aware of the signs, um, whether we should, um, send them for an assessment, things like that. And, you know, we've had in the beginning, a lot of, uh, customers that would ask us like, Hey, could you make something for our older daughter? I know she's not um, a teething baby, but she would really benefit from this because we've had children that, um, you know, she wants zippers or the, the, their clothing or their hair. Like, yes. And, um, we actually did early on, um, work with a clothing company who bought our necklaces tailored for older children who always need to chew on something or play with something. So it is really, you know, not just limited to babies. Oh my gosh. I love that. Yeah. And so, you know, we focus on babies because, you know, at least we let you know early on that, Hey, this is for babies, but you know, we've definitely seen a progression of older children using it too. And and adults, I'm not joking. Maybe I'll get one because you're saying that you tried to bite them in half and you can't. So they're fine for developed teeth for adult teeth. And if you got to have something in your mouth, yes, yeah, chewing funny on enough, it. we've had I wonder, um, that and it too. probably doesn't wear down your teeth or, and it doesn't like gum, yeah. it has chemicals and stuff. It's no, there's no interesting. Exactly. It's actually really satisfying. Like it, I, I didn't expect that because I'm like, okay, I get it for the babies. And when I started kind of like, I'm like, I get why they like it. I'm like a super tactile satisfying. person too. And you're making me like, I'm drooling. I'm just thinking about like chewing these beads and I'm like, oh, that sounds like so relaxing. Yes. <laughs> You've got the weighted blankets. Yeah. And- it's just like a stress ball, right? So yes. it's kind of a similar thing. And I think we find comfort in that. Yeah. And so it's no wonder that babies feel the same way. And it, it just that they can't vocalize that to us. And so I think when parents try these products, they're usually blown away because they're like, I really didn't know if that was going to really do anything. But, you know, if it can work for adults and it works for older children, I mean, it would apply to babies as well, if not more. Yeah. Fascinating. Yeah. Okay. So (laughs) when did you feel, did you ever feel in the development of your business that you were in over your head that, oh my gosh, should I like, am I, you know, am I just losing my children's childhood while I'm just you know what and I I think it'd be unfair of me to just list one time I think it's almost 
all the time. time. You're okay. spreading yourself. Th- I mean, you would know, right? It's, yeah. You spread yourself thin. We think, you know, we can do it all and we do, but you know, there's always going to be a sacrifice somewhere. Right. So for me, sleep was a major one. And I, you know, that was the first thing for me to, to let go because I'm like, okay, I don't want to sacrifice um, the quality of time I give my children. I can sleep a little less and still function. That's fine. Um, but even then, once the business started going, I mean, I don't think a lot of people realize just how much time and effort really goes into it. And whether you're, you know, on social media, trying to engage with people and build a little community or just setting up your website or setting up the processes, it, it, it takes so much. And so <clears throat> it got to a point, I remember one point where I, I, I was actually, you know, I felt a little defeated was when my daughter, she was probably around two at the time and she was pretend, you know, they mimic you. So she was nursing a baby and then she had a pretend phone on the other hand <laughs> working. And I was like, what are you doing? She's like, oh, I'm being mommy. And I'm like, like that cannot be, oh, what, yeah. you know, and it literally broke my heart, but oh, yeah. I was like, you know, mommy's working, trying to, you know, make oh, something. God. And I, and I have, a, I just have, yeah, I have to have to tell you my story too. Cause we I have, a, hear it, we yeah. have a hotel <laughs> and one time I walked in on my little girl, she's four or something. And she was making a reservation on her play phone <laughs> and she was getting the guest count and the credit card number. And I was like, yep. oh my gosh, how many times? They <laughs> just, they look and they observe and they yep. really do mimic. And it, it's a great so, way okay. to see how we are. <laughs> it, right. Like very, very telling. No, no lies. Yeah. But, uh, but once, okay. So there's the guilt ridden side, but then yes. there's also, I love the living, the legacy side. Yes. The fact that my children get to see me in a creative outlet, they get to see my joys and my discouragement and, of and, course. and then also it gives them permission to explore theirs as well. Exactly. So that, that plus, right. And I love that because, you know, especially with my daughter, you know, I would, I would notice her making artwork and then she makes a store and she's like, oh, well, this is a dollar. This is two. And so it's like, you can see that, that, you know, things I've been doing have been, you know, she's been thinking about them and, you know, for herself and, Mm -hmm. oh, well, how can I do this? How could I do that? How could I sell this? What can I create? And, you know, it, to me, that's amazing to see is seeing her being so open to all the possibilities. Yeah. Yeah. Because she feels safe. She feels safe just because she's mirroring you. Doesn't yes. matter criticism of you. It's that she exactly. feels safe to explore. What does mommy do? And is, exactly. is, that, is that something I want to, is that, does that fit me too? Do I want to be that? Do I want to, right? Yeah, I don't, and it just gives I, one time I, was, I walked in on my older boys, um, having a water birth in the laundry, bur- in the laundry basket in my living room. And I was like, my boys were having reenacting the birth of their sister <laughs> trying, awesome. trying that on for size you know it's just like, I was like oh my gosh that is I ruined awesome. my children but no no it just I just think it just makes them really well-rounded compassionate Absolutely. understanding adults to see yes mom to, to see the, the real real life you know not just the, the mommy version and the kid yeah version. You're, you're seeing yeah. everything as a whole because you know for example when you start a home business they see everything that goes with it Yep. you know, including your stress or your success, yep. your failures, um, everything. And they, you know, even though they're little and we don't think they absorb that they do. And it does mold them into, you know, a different person. And it, mm-hmm. it just opens them up to the, the opportunities that can be out there. Yeah. You know? So maybe when they're younger, they think, Oh, you know, maybe all I can do is, um, work at as, you know, in a job nine to five or whatever mm-hmm. it is. I think that's, that's kind of going, um, 
well, this day and age, we're kind of going more towards entrepreneurship. So it's a bit different, but you know, when we were kids, this wasn't really a thing. Right. And I always explain to the kids, I'm like, we didn't have these opportunities when we were little, like there, it yeah. wasn't as common. You don't have, well, we had doctor kits and we had the teacher kits and stuff, exactly. but we didn't have the opportunity to see our mommies no. acting things out. Or, Is that what you you're know, saying? Like exactly. the more entrepreneurial. Yeah. So we still yeah, have like, career days and, you know, we be a fire, we wanted to be a fireman or whatever, right. but but to have it brought home so specifically that my girls can now take it. And I actually filmed it too. I was like, wait, wait, start over. Can I take a video of this? So I've got that now for the grandchildren to watch, but just, which is great. Watching a four-year-old take reservations. I was like, Hey, that's, I might have that's a backup helper here. <laughs> exactly. And, and they really, I think it allows them to see how much hard work it actually is um, working like, you know, and being your own boss or, you know, creating something that you always dreamed of and making it a reality. Right. So I yeah. think, you know, whether or not that is the mindset, it, it is up to the, the child. For example, our son would probably never do anything like I do. It just not in his nature, but um, it's always nice to, to see that. And I think whether or not um, the parents are, you know, a business owner or not, mm -hmm. this day and age, we're lucky that there's so much out there like that. Like this generation, not our generation, but the the new generation, you see mm -hmm. everyone's a YouTube influencer or a TikTok creator. I mean, that's how they make their money. And it, it's so different because a lot of people in this day and age is creating an opportunity for themselves. Mm -hmm. And so I think, you know, I don't know how it will be when they're ready to go in the workforce, but yeah. it'd be interesting to see what if things are going to change for sure. It is. Yes. You know, we always look at the old, the old generation, like, oh man, you're so, I mean, I've always had this deep respect for like the matriarchs of my family, my grandmothers, oh, they were amazing, but they were so, they didn't understand so much of my life. And it's not that they were irrelevant, but their, their wisdom was almost irrelevant to the, to different time. Yes. Yeah. Different time. But they always had wise things to say that I could bring into this day and age, but I just like we're going to be the old ones. I know. And it's just, it's just so different. Marketing is so different. I it is. A, yes. I have a one last question. Um, how do you, um, and this is, I hate that I asked this, but we are still in a world where having a, um, a mama run a business is different than having a dad run a business yes. with a family. Cause we assume he can just have it both. Um, right. <laughs> how do you, how does your partner, how do you, how do you work the culture of your family? Um, I, you, you mentioned that your partner's very, very um, supportive of you. Your yes. husband's really supportive, but what role does he play? And how is that? Just tell me about the dynamics of that. Somebody wanting to do yeah. what you do, how can they incorporate their, cause, okay, sorry, back up one more thing before <laughs> I, I let you talk is that um, I've noticed that female entrepreneurs, when they go in, they bring everyone with them. They bring their children and yes. their partner, and it is a family culture thing. It Whereas is. A man so. goes in most of the time he goes out and it's, it's his thing and he comes home and he does his family stuff, but it's his thing. Like he, I don't see it the other way around where he brings his wife in as much as I see the mompreneurs bringing their husbands in. That's my comment. So now I'll let you talk. Perfect. <laughs> well, I think a lot of it is, I mean, we've been kind of brought up thinking that the, the dad goes to work, right. And the mom right. stays home with the kids. I mean, this is more outdated now, but I think we still had a little bit of that. Um, still do. You know what I mean? And so I think that's probably the reason why we're seeing more of that because, you know, that's kind of what we thought was normal. Mm -hmm. And so as a mom, when you, you know, start a business, 
I think there's that guilt because you're like, I'm supposed to be with the kids. And so mm-hmm. you try and include them and you try and, you know, bring everything together so you can kind of do everything all at once, mm-hmm. you know, be a mom, be a business owner. And I think maybe dads and not all of them, I, I you know, we're seeing a lot more dads being very hands-on and family oriented and, you know, you see them being dads, but I think, I think it's just a stigma that goes along with it, to be honest. Mm-hmm. It's just, we're not, you know, we're not sure how to handle that guilt. So we want to just try and include the family as much as we can. So mm. it's like a family um, thing versus just Do you think individual. it's the guilt or do you think it's just the way we operate? A little bit of both, I think. Okay. I think, you know, for me anyway, the guilt was a big one. You know, yeah. I, I wanted to be there home with the kids. I also wanted to create this thing I had envisioned. And so how do you do it? Well, you yeah. kind of mix it together and hope mm-hmm. it sticks and hope you can survive both, uh, both Wait, roles. Is this is a cooking show. Cause that's yeah. just mix them together. Hope it, yeah. hope it rises in the oven. Let's hope nobody pretty much burns yeah. the house down. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of wow. my, you know, how I think of it. And I, you know, for, you know, in our family, you know, my husband, like I said, he's not always home. He's gone essentially half, half of the year. But when he's home, he's hands-on, he's with the kids, he's, you know, doing what he can, what, what, whatever he can to assist. Um, and then, you know, obviously as the mom role, you saw, you can't, my kids never took the bottle. I don't know why I tried every single bottle in the world. They just Dumb wanted the babies. real deal. Yeah. <laughs> I had two like that. I'm like, this is like really it's hard because Yeah. You can't, you literally couldn't go anywhere without. No, them. no. It was my last two too. So I had a career built up <sighs> and I was like, Guys, what this now? Isn't, this isn't working for me. I know this is working for you, but it's not working for and me. And you can't force it. And that's the no. thing. You have zero no. control. As, as I say, everybody has, like, I have zero judgment of parenting. I don't, me too. I, I, mm-hmm. because they come out the way they're going to be. Yep. And there's, I just, there's some nurture there, the little bit of nurture. Yeah. But I think what you nurture is what's already there. You don't, absolutely, you can't change someone the way they're born. <laughs> absolutely. And, you know, you have to, realize that each baby or each kid is an individual and you have to have different tools and how you foster that their growth. Yep, right. Yep, so, yep. you know, it's, that's why I always say it, it's not a, a cookie cut answer when it comes to kids. It really is based on experience and, you know, what, you know, what works for you mm-hmm. might not work for someone else. And it's just hearing all these stories that I think it helps you prepare and, I think a lot more people are really talking about their experience and it really allows um, other parents, new parents to really then get a grasp of what it is like after birth. Cause there's a lot of talk about pregnancy and everything leading up to the birth. But then I feel like for me at the time, it like, I was just unprepared for the next steps. Like I, I kind of knew like, okay, teething normally happens around four months. Right. So, okay. Like, you know, that the, the general idea of what things should be, but like I said, my youngest started teething at two and was like a, you know, we always said he was a faucet. He drooled yeah. like you, I, I couldn't even believe how much water came out of him, his mouth. Like it was just like, he's dehydrated. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that was the thing. Maybe that's why he nursed so much because he was always <laughs> thirsty. thirsty. <laughs> wow. If we could just talk to our newborns. <laughs> yes, exactly. Wow. Okay. So tell everybody how they can find all the things that glitter spice everything. Yeah. Um, so you know, we have a website that you can shop on. We ship worldwide. We have distributors and different and lots of stores around the world. Um, our website is glitterandspice.ca. I think it was probably in the bio somewhere of uh, mm-hmm. yeah. my listing, but um, 
yeah, uh, you can pretty much find our, our stuff, you know, in stores. And if you want something that you don't see in store, hop onto our website and there's always going to be something for you. Our, our focus is always a, a minimalistic and clean style that also provides the functions you need to help your baby and to help make your life easier. I think that's, that's really what the goal is, right. Is to make our yep. lives easier because as parents, it's, it's busy. Yeah. And, and you so just, just a plug. You don't just do teething stuff. No you've got dishes. You've got even a sleep bag here. You've got yes. these bibs with the, the bibs with the bucket. Oh, that well, was a lifesaver. Seriously. Where <laughs> I know I had a, like a plastic Sesame Street one that kept getting gross. Yes. Where were these 10 years ago? I, th- it just wasn't I'm around. I'm really kind of irritated in you that you didn't figure this out when I, you were 14. I, that I, I really to- should have had babies really early. You should have just this done this. But we've got rattles. You've got, uh, yeah, the bibs, toothbrushes, which is really cool. I, yep. the t- yeah, okay. Well, just go on and see what it, because you think, do I need to brush my baby before they have teeth? Yes, you do. Exactly. But, yep. it's, a, it's a lot of things, you know, and- it's funny because the way our website is now, it really showed the growth of our children. So what, what I felt they needed at that age. And so our product listing really just grew as our kids grew, you know, after the necklace, well, he started being so mobile and there was no way he was going to let me carry him for, you know, a long period of time. So he needed something he could take with him. I mean, I didn't want to give him a necklace because, you know, what if, you know, he does something crazy with it. So I wanted a safe teether that he could carry and not throw because he also threw everything. Yes. And um, we started doing a teether on a clip. So it was on the baby all the time. They could reach for it, chew on it, play with it, and it wouldn't fall on the floor. And so that was the next transition. And then his drooling just drove me nuts. And so we always had bibs on him, Yep. but he, we noticed he would chew on the bottom of the bibs. So we put a teether on the bib and then they started eating solids. And so it, it really just yep. progressed. Yeah. So, so I'll see your teenage line coming out here pretty soon. <laughs> pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> your, your sensory stuff, your test taking, yep. your test taking necklaces. Yeah. So another thing that's cool about these is they are like, well, they never expire. Right. So you could actually right. like pass them on. Like all the kids in your whole family could say they chewed Absolutely. on the same I'm sure they'd be proud to tell their friends that they all chewed on the same toy. <laughs> but there's this sentimental thing, right? Absolutely. You can create your own name. So you could, you know, when you're ordering online, you can always say, this is my son's name. I'd like to see it on the pacifier clip and then we make it for you. And then a lot of people tend to then take their photos with it or, you know, their birth announcements, things like that. It becomes such a sentimental piece to them it. that it's just an heirloom it carries on with them yeah I love and it. so I think that's always you know very sweet and you know it's it's something that a lot of our customers like doing yeah. is to create something custom for their little ones well, and, I have my binky clips for, uh, for my kids the two that would take yes babies, I have yeah. their binky clips <laughs> I, I still have didn't. their stuff in a box and you know yep. their little <laughs> the little things that they had when <clears throat> they were little yeah and you know I I never give them away like it's it's a memory and so yeah. you know it's great when you see our, you know, our products grouped in with that. Cause you're like, yeah. that means so much more than a, a quick solution. Like it, well, it's and you're a young forever. company, but I see no, I see no reason why you wouldn't have people using their toys, but they're then future children. Absolutely. Silicone like, has been around, like you said, for a long time. It's just now we're, you know, as in- time goes on, we're realizing all the uses for it and how yeah. great it is for you know, teething babies, for example, or tableware, tableware, um, 
a lot of people don't want to use plastic or, you know, certain things, but silicone is the perfect material because you can even bake with it. Right. So I think it's one of those materials that are just gonna here to stay. And I'm glad it's in our industry. Yes, me too. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. This has been really, really fun to not only talk about teething and something that we all have to pass through as we have kids, but also the the entrepreneurial side and the problem solving side and the always looking for something better side. It's always great talking to to other moms. I think it's what that, you know, we relate to all the problems that we've gone through and it's, it's just always so nice hearing other, you know, like your stories, because then you're like, I'm not alone. Like I'm not the only one that's drowning. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, thank you so much. And yeah, check out uh, glitterandspice.ca and they have some really neat stuff. It'll forever change your, your idea about what silicone chewies should look like. <laughs> and I will definitely send you something. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> thank you well, so thanks much for having me. <laughs> Please visit us at birthcircle.com, join our Facebook groups, or find us on Instagram and Pinterest. We hope you'll use our resources to support your birthing experience.